This episode is brought to you by Reese's Peanut Butter Cups. In breaking news, leading scientists worldwide are conducting experiments to determine if Reese's Peanut Butter Cups are the perfect combination of peanut butter and chocolate. However, it appears the study was inconclusive, as the scientists couldn't help but eat all the Reese's. Because when you want something sweet, you can't do better than Reese's. Find Reese's now at a store near you. Spinner. Welcome to Notebook, a guide to art, culture, and tourism in Tokyo. My name's Stuart Monroe, and around this time from Monday to Friday, I'll be bringing news and views from Japan. And as the prospect of travel draws ever closer, I'll also note changes in travel as and when they happen. As Typhoon Trase skims southern Okinawa, heading towards South Korea, the Morioka Sansa Odori Summer Festival in Iwate Prefecture has opened for the first time in three years. The parade started on Monday along the city's Chuodori, with dancers parading through the street dressed in seasonal yukata. Spectators have been thin to a single line rather than the usual four, but with three years of no festival, many people braved the heat and turned out regardless, clapping and taking pictures as best they could. The Morioka Sansa Odori continues until this Thursday the 4th. And south of Morioka, in Miyagi Prefecture, the Sendai Tanabata Festival, Sendai's own summer highlight, begins this weekend on the 6th, with local students and volunteers having already decorated shopping arcades throughout the city. Sendai's Tanabata dates back more than 400 years, and this year, shopkeepers and local students began decorating the shopping areas this Sunday in earnest. After assembling an array of kusudama windsocks and tanzaku, strips of coloured paper that carry handwritten wishes from a bamboo branch, the group then hung each decoration from above. Unlike previous years though, decorations have been hung out of reach. With a bit of luck, next year we'll see festivities return to normal. The Sendai Tanabata Festival will start from Saturday the 6th and last until August the 9th. With Aomori Nebata Festival now in full swing, its variation on Tanabata's Lantern Festival explains its folk origin and gives a clue to the country's driving spirit. Tanabata is thought to originate from China during Japan's Nara period, around the year 710 to 794. It combined the ancient customs of sending away spirits of the dead, Japanese dolls and torch processions driving away crop-eating pests. With lanterns sent floating downriver into the sea, loud and vivid images were replaced by the image of quiet on the evening of July 7th, washing away spiritual impurities with an event known as Nebata Nagashi. And while thought to be the basis for the modern festival bidding farewell to the afterlife, Nebata is also thought to be derived from the Japanese word nemori, meaning sleep. Amori Nebata were originally made by a small group of enthusiasts who later specialised, becoming known as Nebata Shi. Six generations are recognised as modern-day masters, from Kinzaburo Kitagawa and his sons Keizo and Sato Denzo, to Issei Shikanai and more recently Sakuru Chiba and Takashi Kitamura. The very first generation of Nebutoshi, Kinzaburo Kitagawa, born in 1880, was the third son of a barrel maker who followed traditions of timber and candlelight. His son Keizo used new materials though, making lanterns from wire nut bamboo, or switching from candles to fluorescence. Keizo was awarded the title in 1985 
while Denzo was awarded his title posthumously, having died suddenly the following Keizo the year before. Ise, real name Katsuo Shikanai, was born 1925 as the third son of a farmer. He'd found a job in Tokyo, even studied painting, but soon returned home. And with a career filled with awards, he was finally given his title in 1990, just a year before he passed away. Sakotaro Chiba made his debut during the height of Shikanai's career and saw his own work travel overseas, while the most recent master Takashi Kitamura, student to the late Keizo Kitagawa, exhibited his own nebato at the British Museum in 2001. His successor and son, Asako, could well follow in his footsteps. Tradition is responsible for the longevity of this folk practice, but while tradition and craft have been a constant concern, so is innovation as well as a steadfast commitment to maintaining the presence of Nebata come rain or shine, conflict or pandemic, always bidding farewell to the old while welcoming in the new. That's all for now. I'll be back tomorrow with more news and views. If you enjoyed this episode, you might consider rating us on Apple Podcasts or think about spreading the word online. But for now, thanks for listening. This has been Noble.